welcome back. This is part two for the episode Blink. Uh, make sure you've listened to part one already. If you ended up here first, just take a minute and double back and listen to the entire first part of the episode because we talked about a whole bunch of other really important stuff. Um, and then come back and and we will we will have this episode for you. Um, and we're going to start this episode with uh, everyone's favorite segment, Living in Shadowland. Living in Shadowland. <laughs> I was playing the drums for you. That was good. It's like uh who's the the Muppet? Monster? Animal? Animal. <laughs> Same thing. I mean, I can see where you're coming from, but that yeah. animal is a monster. Uh he's he's a Muppet. Some of, here's the thing about Muppets. Some of them are Muppets and some of them are monsters. And it's actually pretty confusing. When you mm. get to the point where Marlo is watching a lot of Sesame Street, you will you will join me in having this this amount of knowledge for no reason mm. whatsoever. I saw Elmo is a monster, but oh. Big Bird is a bird. So he's a Muppet. Oh, Bert and Ernie are monsters. Grover's a monster. Cookie Monster, obviously a monster. Bert and Ernie are people. No, they're Muppets. But you just said they're monsters. Oh, sorry. Bert and Ernie are Muppets. Grover is a monster. Cookie Monster is a monster. Big Bird that is one a Muppet. Seems, that one seems pretty easy. Cookie Monster being a monster. Seems, <laughs> if Cookie Monster was an, a Muppet, I'd be pissed. Gra- Oscar the Grouch is a Muppet. Abby Cadabby is a Muppet, but a fairy. Zoe's a Muppet. Zoe. I saw a post... On Instagram, that was was it about Elmo? Elmo saying, "How y'all doing?" and people's <laughs> reactions to the that. Responses are insane. It's so funny. I actually got an alert from CNN earlier that was like, "Elmo tweeted asking people how he was doing." The responses were not expected. Yeah, no one expected it's it. So funny. They're so funny though. I love it. All right, so living in Shondaland. For those of you first time here on YouTube, living in Shondaland, it is uh, where I guess who is the cross who are the crossover characters for living in the Shondaland universe, and that includes Gray's private practice, uh, scandal, and how to get away with murder. This is not and including. Or you and are including Indiana. Bridgerton, yeah, and Station Nineteen. Oh, just the shows that she's done. Yes. Okay. All right. Three. Three. The quarterback. No. What? He did look super familiar, though. Let me pull him back up. You keep guessing. The, The doctor guy that Bailey turned down. Yes. Okay. The quarterback's wife. No. I feel like we've seen the 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 doctor that Mark yelled at before, but Yes. She is in Chandelan, but we have um We've covered her before. Talked to her before, yeah. Yeah. Who else? Who else was in this show? today the quarterback's kid no (laughs) the fuck who else was in this fucking show 
Oh, 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 stupid, stupid me. The, 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 the valve, the heart, the heart lady yeah. Yeah. was in private practice. Yeah. Yeah. I remember her. And so, okay, we've got two. Are we, we're not considering Addison, right? No. Is it someone who just is sitting up in the gallery with them when they're watching the surgery? No. Who am I missing? Who's the third person? It's the guy that Christina's really rude to when she's getting the valves. Oh, okay. It's a banker situation. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So Jared Crawford, who is the guy that Christina's rude to? Dr. Oslo. Uh, One episode of How to Get Away with Murder. Okay. Um, Amal Shah. Who plays Dr. Rob, so the um the guy that Bailey gives the speech to. Uh six episodes of Scandal. Um, he was like one of the reporters that's always there, like when they're doing press briefings. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I and remember. then Cynthia Stevenson plays Ruthie. 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 Oh my god. Played Ruthie. <laughs> one episode of Scandal, one episode of Private Practice, five episodes of How to Get Away with Murder. She's Connor's mom. Oh, she's Connor's mom. Yeah. That's where I was recognizing her from. Yeah, yeah. She can get it. She does. She does. She's a she's a hot mom. Watch watch Scandal, guys. Or how to get away with murder. Watch them both if you haven't. Yeah. You if should. you're here and you haven't watched both of those, I'm actually pretty surprised. Because I feel like Shonda people are Shonda people through and through. But maybe not. I haven't watched Station 19, would, so. Not yet. We're going to need to. I know. Eventually, I'm going to have to. I have watched, yeah. I think, all of the crossover episodes. Just I, watch the series. Yeah, you got to gotta watch the lead up. I need, I need private practice to end as a show before Station 19 starts. I cannot watch three fucking shows to get to these crossovers. You know what would really be wild is if we were doing a Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, med. Chicago Med one. That's that's a wild. That'd be wild. That's that's too much. It's like all the CSIs and a kid, like once per uh, season they would do like a like oh we have to go to Vegas oh we have to go to Miami. Mm, yeah, that's that stuff is hard. To this day, the one of my formative memories is CSI Las Vegas when he's in underground. Nick, I was just yeah. thinking. I remember yeah. watching that and being. Just, I'm like, this is why I have anxiety as an adult. Yeah, that's a that's a I mean, that's a traumatic genetics, core memory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poor Nick. Poor Nick. God, I love uh, he. Spoiler alert. He lives. <laughs> he's okay. All it took was a little bit of gum in the ears and a mm. gunshot and up the nose. Yeah, and up the nose, right? To stop those fire ants. Mm-hmm. Don't want to get those fire ants eating your brain. Yeah. Remember, uh, were you... Uh, did you know that Jessica stepped on a fire ant hill as she left Lauren and Sean's wedding and they got in her dress? And yes, she I stripped, remember. And she yeah. just threw it in a dumpster. Yeah. To <laughs> this day. And Spanx. Yeah, that was to this. That was crazy. And like she, yeah, that was, man. Mm, we were actually so talking about yesterday. Do you remember at your wedding when her wedding dress was just like full of crickets? Yeah. <laughs> so crazy. Times. So crazy. They're still there. <laughs> he preserved them with the memories. 
Yes. Oh, man. I wish that suit fit still. <laughs> I got two good uses out of it. What was the second one? Your wedding. wedding. <laughs> I for- Sorry. The crossover episode of our lives. <laughs> the crossover wedding. <laughs> the one where they got married. And the other one where they also got married. Yeah. All right. So we have a couple things to talk about left with the show. So where do you want to start? I guess we'll start with Ruthie. Ruthie. Mm-hmm. She's kind of annoying. <laughs> she's very annoying in this in this show. She's annoying. Wildly high maintenance. And Teddy Teddy gives Christina Teddy is the news. Like enjoying it. Oh yeah. So like, this oh, is this is a big deal though. It's 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 a solo oh, yeah, surgery. It is, it is, but she's like tainting it by giving her like the most obnoxious patient she can fucking find. Well, yeah, it's kind of on. I, I feel like it's on purpose a little bit. Yeah. So we get so that. So Ruthie needs a yeah, valve replacement. Away. And she's going to do a mechanical valve. But then Christina meets her and she's like, mm, that noise is going to be annoying. I'm like, well, well, that's annoying. That's can, annoying. Can it's not going to sound like that right now. I, I mean, I don't know how these things work. Maybe maybe you can hear it. I don't fucking know. But I don't know. She's annoying. She's just insanely high maintenance. She's like, let me tell you everything I'm allergic to, including zucchini, just in case you're planning on using zucchini to operate on me. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then reminiscus <laughs> <laughs> don't um and then she's like i'm gonna change to the pig valve and christina's like well that's a different surgery ruthie's like okay i would like it anyways yeah and she's like, i don't give like, a fuck if it's different Teddy's like, well, can't give you a perfect time for your first surgery. Why would I do that? Um, and so then Christina goes and learns about this damn pig surgery, I guess. I don't, here's the thing. Like, I don't understand how they can be that different. You're doing the same thing in all of them. You're replacing a valve. I mean, I believe her that it's different, but I don't understand why it's so different. That it's like a huge deal. I don't know. So what I'm what I'm gathering, and we kind of get into this later on when she's trying to go like like clamp or clamp or um, suture suture. I'm assuming the 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 toughness of the exterior walls of these valves is different. I would I would imagine a pig has maybe a thicker a thicker valve than a than a cow. Really? Because of the fat content of the pig, I don't know. I don't know. And well, that's what I was gathering. The research to find out. So this is we're yeah. just going to speculate blindly and then move on with our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And uh, so yeah, Ruthie's annoying. Um. Uh, and then she switched. Oh, and then she's like, "Well, my sister ate a pork chop in front of me, and I didn't feel called to the pig." I didn't feel like I could relate to it, so I probably shouldn't get a pig valve. What? Someone needs to call Psych. The this TV woman show needs needs to talk to a to a therapist. Yeah, about the way she makes her choices in life. Um, 
And so then she picks, she's like, can I look at the valves? And Christina says, no. Teddy's like, well, I guess we'll cancel. And Christina's like, no, no, I'll find the fucking valves. I and got this. Goes, I can do this. Like, I'll get you a valve. To the guy with the valves. Um, and then she goes and puts the valves in front of them, in front of Ruthie. And Ruthie's like, oh, I just don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. What, if, what do I do? What do I do? And Christina's like, just fucking pick it. Just listen to your gut and pick, make a choice. So then Ruthie's like, cow, pig, 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 pig. And then she becomes at peace and she says, I can do this. Mm-hmm. I am down Going with the pig down for a good swine. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's annoying. So then she, Christina goes to do the surgery and everything's fine. And well, then, f- minus Teddy just sitting in a corner. Well, hold on. And then, that's, what, and that's then, what and then is. And then it's not fine. Christina is struggling and Teddy is doing nothing about it. And there's a bleeder, like, right? She can't find where the, yeah, the bleeding is coming from. And she doesn't know if she me- is meant to use sutures or a clamp to stop the bleed. And Teddy's like, well, you have to decide, which she did. Two week, the first episode she was in when she's like, what do you want to do? And Christina's like, I want to defibrillate. And she's like, correct, do it. So it was kind of the same principle where it's like, this is clearly how she teaches. So I understand why Owen thinks kind of that she's doing it to spite him. However, I don't think it's fair to say, are you murdering someone because you're mad? I don't want to date you. So I well, don't love that look from Owen. There there were two. Derek thinking that Meredith and the teaching is actively about him and Hunt thinking that Teddy trying to get Christina to murder someone. Mm-hmm. Both of those things being about the men in the men. show does, does show that they clearly are very... Uh, full of themselves in a it lot of ways and the whole brand, world revolves around them. I will say if I had to pick, I would choose Derek in that one because Hunt, it's a little bit shocking. Yeah. I'm like, you're, you're going to say this woman is using your girlfriend to kill a human being because she's mad that you won't date her. That's what you're saying. That's the story you want to stick to right now. Just to, I, so we are all on the same page. All That's is what you fair. Tell me all's fair in love and war. Kelsey. And so Teddy isn't, excuse me, I have to die for a minute. <coughs> Teddy is sitting there and Christina's like, are you going to do something? And she's like, no, like you are doing it, do it. And so, um, she does the pig or cow. Well, oh, hold on. Cause she Owen kicks out, in. she kicks out Owen Hunt. comes in and he's like, can you fucking help her? And Teddy's like, no, she doesn't need it. And she's like, Owen says she was too proud to ask, but she needs it. And Hunt's like, actually, or uh, Teddy says, Teddy. actually, she did ask, and I said no, and you can fuck right off. And they're bickering, and that's when Christina says, like, I can't fucking concentrate, get out of my OR to Owen. Um, and then she makes a choice: pig, cow, valve, suture, clamp, whatever. Um, and she's right; Ruthie's fine; like everything works out, obviously. Um, but yeah, there's like. A lot I did moment. write. I wrote. I wrote the note. She did choose the clamp specifically because it was the pig valve. 
So suture must be for cow. (laughs) I'm glad that you got that medical lesson today. Speaking of cows, do you ever watch the TV show Cow and Chicken? You ever watch that show? Yes, I didn't like it. Did you ever watch the show Two Stupid Dogs? I don't think so. Are you thinking of Two Angry Beavers? <laughs> no, that's a different show. Did you watch you Rocco's Modern Life? I hate Rocco's Modern Life. I hate okay. Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy was fucked up. <laughs> that's some that's some adult shit that like there's there's for sure some traumas that people didn't even realize they were getting from that show if they're watching that as a kid. Also, if you haven't watched Has Been Hotel, watch Has Been's Hotel because it is so fucking good. It's on Amazon Prime. Has Been's Hotel. Jessica's rewatching in her free time Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is a good fucking show. Yeah, I still need to watch that. Don't. Don't. Let's do that. Carmen, you can't tell me what not to watch until you start watching this show and we start pumping out these episodes at a much greater rate because I am not going to wait eight years to watch Mrs. Maisel. I didn't realize that I'm best friends with a selfish person. Uh, well, that's on you because I've been this way forever. Also, I'm 90% sure Jessica is making brownies upstairs because I asked her, why don't we have brownies in this house? I, I don't deserve her. some brownies. Well, that's true. Well, I'm she doesn't deserve that. She is, okay. She doesn't deserve me either. Well, no one deserves to have you. Jesus Christ. I know. No one's that good. No one deserves that kind of treatment. Okay. So she makes it Meniscus. through the surgery. Should we... <laughs> Meniscus for the rest of us. She makes Menis- it to the surgery, and then Teddy and Owen have a moment in the hall when he's like, "You're gonna tell me that wasn't about me at all," and she's like, "Owen, literally, yeah, fuck <laughs> off." Then she just gets emotional, and then Christina Owen goes to Doctor Christina, and she's like, "On this high," and she's like, "This is the first time I felt like myself in so long. Like, did you see how that was? Like, that was amazing." I can't believe like that was so like, ah, I'm just so happy. All this stuff like Teddy's the best, blah, blah, blah. And no one's like, cool. Um, she's leaving. She's leaving. Christina's like, is this a fucking joke? Well, right before that. So in, in their intense scene, she, mm-hmm. so Teddy referring to Christina is like, she's a racehorse. You got to push her. Yeah. Do racehorses like, need to get pushed? I don't even understand. Like, don't they die? Don't they like no, over? I mean, like, you got to like, Keep them doing something. Keep them working. Yeah. So there was for sure something going on in that scene. There was like, I thought that they were going to, I thought he was going to make a move. Hallway sex in front of everyone. So yeah. Okay. Go on. Go on. You you take the lead on this next part here because this is, this is intense. This is. So yeah. mm. Um, Christina's so happy. And Owen is like. Teddy is not going to stay. She's leaving Saddle. It's not going to work out. And Christina just turns around and leaves. She like sprints out of the hospital chasing Teddy. And she's like, please don't leave. Like, what do you want? Do you want more money? Like, I'll go to the chief. I'll like make sure he gives you more money. Do you want a lab? I Like, well, like uh, figure it out. Like, I'll make him. I'll like, like anything you want. And she's like pleading and begging her. And Teddy says, she's like, I want Owen. But like, she says it like to shut Christina up. And Christina says, Fine done take him 
which is not a great look for Christina. We know I love Christina. We know that I can also say when it's bad news bears. <laughs> and this is that time. Not a good thing to say about the person that you say you're in love to. So do you want to unpack what you think this means? So there's no going back from this <laughs> for either of them. Mm-hmm. However, Hunt does not know about this conversation. <laughs> that is correct. So um, I I actually, it's not a good look for Christina, but can I also just say respect she cares about being a surgeon more than a fucking man. She's that is how the world needs to that to be true. Like, totally. How many times have they had the conversation? Like if you had to pick between, you know, the person you were with and doing surgery, like what would you pick and all this stuff? They've, and she's always been like, I would always pick surgery. Yeah. She's and true to who she is. What I like about this episode is there's two people who make choices that we know are right. Well, hold on. I shouldn't say that. Let me, let me let me let me say. It seems to be the correct choice based on their moral compass. Mm-hmm. Mark, however, has has grown his moral compass recently. Right. Right. Being a dad over being with Lexi is probably something that's a little bit shocking to us right now as as viewers. We didn't really maybe see that coming. It makes sense mm-hmm. for his character right now. They've developed him. He's grown a lot. He's mature. But. Lexi's his girl. Mm-hmm. They're cute together. They're in love. That's shocking. Christina, don't give a fuck. She is, like you said, true to that character, true to what she's what she's always been at with that. So I man. I don't know what Teddy's gonna do though. I genuinely don't know. But I think they have to, they have to, this has to be the way that Christina and Hunt break up. And Owen has been ready to jump on Teddy. If Christina wasn't there, they would have had sex every second of every day up until this point. Just constant penetration. Stop using that word. Penetration? Stop. (laughs) Okay. Um... But so, I didn't yes. see it coming out like that. I didn't. Both of them were very upfront. I want Owen. Okay, fine. Done. Yours. Any other questions? You gonna Do stay? Do you think Christina? Like put thought into that answer? No. <laughs> so do you think she means it? She clearly on her face is regretting saying it, but I think that she understands. It's like, it's when, when Darth Vader tells Luke to search his feelings and he knows it to be true about him being his father, Christina's like, I'm mad that I said this and this sucks because I love Owen, but I know it's true. I want to do something. I know it to be true. I've searched my feelings, (laughs) father, Darth Vader. I guess spoiler alert. If Star Wars... (laughs) Please, I, I get so I nervous think now. Potentially, I think <laughs> potentially we may have passed the statute of limitation for Star Wars. Right. 
Um, I, she definitely okay. regrets it, though. I, I could tell she regrets it, but only because her her nature and, like, her head is clashing with her heart. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you do or do not think Teddy would tell Owen, you do or do not think Christina would tell anyone? Teddy is going to tell Owen. Mm-hmm. And Owen will confront Christina and Christina will confirm Yep. That she will give him away or that she said it? That they're done. That they're done. She's going to confirm, oh, okay. yeah, I said it. Mm-hmm. I don't... Mm, yeah. She's going to tell him that she said it, but she didn't mean it. And he's going to say, well, you saying it and not meaning it doesn't matter. We're done. We're done, bitch. This is my out. This is my to, This is my out to, be to go get Teddy. it in. Yeah, um, so that's that's where I'm thinking things are going. Okay. Um. Okay, so should we talk about <laughs> Alex and Reed? Oh, and Derek and Callie. We didn't talk about Tom Cates. Huh? Who? We didn't really talk about Tom, the the football player. Oh, he's. I assumed he's next after the yeah. break. So is he supposed to be uh Seattle Seahawks? Yeah, I I he is the Seattle Seahawks, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh when did Russell Wilson get drafted into the league? It's been not not that long. Yeah, not since two thousand and oh, we didn't even say that we're in two thousand and ten. I mean I said we're in two thousand and ten, but like look, we're in two thousand ten now. Oh yeah. Can you believe that's the year I graduated high school? Really? Yeah, 2010. But you're only a year younger than me. Um, I was a genius. I, I was no, promoted no, no, honey, grade. You graduated two years after me. And you're only a year younger than me. Genius. It's <laughs> a really good try, though. How old are you? 33. I was yeah, born but, in 1990. But it's, it's uh, August, right? August birthday? August 17th? 7th. Seventh. See, I, good I'm so friend. close. So c- November fourth, bitch. Yeah, only because it's your engagement date. <laughs> you don't remember my birthday. You remember my, your engagement date, and it just so happens to be my birthday, ma'am. <laughs> the brownie timer has gone off, and I can hear it upstairs. <laughs> Okay. I'm text her and tell her to eat all of those so you don't get any of them. Save me the she's she's gonna save me the centerpieces out of spite. Yeah. She'll sacrifice. I'll tell her me to the, freeze me. The, the corners. The corners for when I'm up there in two months. Bring your fucking corner mold with you. Yes. Please. Pack that shit up. Okay. Wait. No. For real. Um. Okay. I don't know why we were talking about graduation and all of their ages because I brought it up because I'm an idiot. I don't know. Um. So. he's he's not supposed to is it he's supposed to represent an actual player quarterback just okay (laughs) okay dang you don't know anything about the nfl uh justin fields caleb williams 
are not even good players. Whoa. Who is the best quarterback in the league right now? Right now, it's Patrick Mahomes. Okay. I'm actually impressed that that was the correct answer. Good job. He was on my fantasy team. That was a good pick. Remember? Remember I did fantasy? I I got first overall pick, and everyone made fun of me for picking a quarterback first overall because apparently there's protocol, and you're supposed to draft receivers or running back first off with your first round. Michael didn't pick Travis Kelsey first round. I was like, obviously, like, and then he got so many points the whole season, and every time he would get points, I would be like, Travis Kelsey scored again. I was like, yeah. I told him because Michael had first pick, and he didn't pick Travis Kelsey. And then he spent yeah. half the season trying to trade with someone who had Travis Kelsey. And I was like, I don't feel bad for you. I you didn't make a single him. trade all season. I didn't make a se- and I got third place really knowing nothing at all about yeah, football. You really don't. How many people are in that league? Four. Uh, <laughs> what? Four. <laughs> Three. Uh, no, it was, it was not eight or eight or nine. Okay, I'm so sorry. We're off topic. Let's take a quick break from our regional sponsors. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. And we're back. And we're back. Yes. Okay. All right. So this guy's a quarterback. He's great. He's been in the league for two years, apparently. And yeah, so he has fresh, fresh career, fresh career, the face of Seattle and a wonderful wife and a wonderful little kid. But he's got a problem. Yeah, Kelsey, what's the, to, what's the problem? He doesn't want to play football anymore. He's scared that he's going to like not have a memory or a life to spend with his kid, which is fair. Yeah. If you watch, you watch the NFL now, you know, like some of these hits are scary. Some of these guys collapsing on the field is scary. And then they like lie about um, concussion protocol because they want to play, especially because a lot of their contracts um, have like bonuses based on yards and games and points and all these other things like catches, like depending on their position, like different incentives is the word I'm looking for. They, all their contracts have different incentives. So they will just lie because initially protocol concussion is basically, they just take you over to the side and like, if you don't fall down and can like tell them what day it is, they're like, okay, you can play. I mean, they'll ask you how you feel, but you can just lie. There's a lot of weird stuff with, um, concussion protocol in the NFL right now. Um, and obviously I love football. I'm a huge football fan. Um, but I also like want people to be safe. Yeah. Um, they're not going to, if all the people are unsafe, then there's no people to play football anymore. So like what, what would be the point? Um, well, but, that's the point. No more football. Well, that would be sad. Um, well, and then you have, you know, um, Tua, there was a couple hits this year where he, like, got hit really bad, stood up, took a couple steps, and, like, immediately collapsed. And then, like, later in the game, they just put him back in. I'm like, I'm not a doctor. And that is could not be more obviously a concussion. And it's just like, what are you doing, guys? Like, 
Yeah. There are people on the field specifically for this. What what are they there? Like what are they doing? Anyways. Yeah. Um, and then there was the guy last year who got hit at a Buffalo Bills game. In the chest and his heart stopped. Yeah. Yeah. That was very unsettling. Yeah. Anyways, a lot of so, I mean this this could happen in any sport. Yeah. Um, you know, in baseball there can be a rogue ball that hits somebody in the wrong spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, obviously like football is very hands on and very aggressive and very violent. Like that's the game is like literally just hitting each other to to make sure the other person doesn't have the ball anymore. That's the, yeah. the game. Yeah. So um Tom Cates is scared that he's going to get hit so hard that he's like basically not going to be able to get up. He says I've seen guys that play for so long they get hit so many times they don't even like know their own name anymore. He's like I'm just afraid that my son's going to grow up without a dad. Which I feel like anybody who would be in a position where they could immediately get hurt in a way that would change the trajectory of their life like that would have those thoughts once they have a kid. Oh yeah. I don't even like driving a car now. Yeah, I know. Sometimes I'll just, I just like sit in a turn lane excessively long to make sure it's clear and people just honk and I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Honk all you want. You should have left your house earlier. This is not my fault. I, we had a, we had a a huge snowstorm here in Illinois and uh oh my god same i <laughs> yeah when you move to illinois uh so but i i drive 40 miles each way for work and it took me 2 hours to get to work and i'm sitting there like my knuckles white were knuckling. as white as the yeah. snow outside and there was a there was one point i'm on the the highway and i fishtail and it's like you see your life flash before your eyes in those kind of yeah. moments uh all it takes is one semi to you never see your kid again, but yeah, but that's anywhere. That's anywhere. Anytime, any day. So yeah, uh, yeah. The football player gets hit. Live he's a VIP. Now. It seems like he knew Derek, like they had yeah, a past relationship. Been, but again, concussion protocol. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, Derek probably has been working with him before on other, like, you know, s- similar situations essentially. Um, and so Derek's like, oh, we got to stop meeting like this. Uh. And his wife comes in. She's like, oh, my God, it's a bad hit. I knew it was a bad hit. It's a bad hit. I saw it before you even hit the ground. I knew it was a bad hit, which, again, there are hits where you see that and you're like, well, that that person, like if this person ever plays football again, I'll be fucking shocked. Um, I mean, and there are hits now even that they're like ESPN straight up won't replay. They're like, we're not going to re- we're not going to show it again or Fox or CBS, whatever so the sh- it's airing. They're like, we're not showing it again. Like, probably thank you. Like, there's probably a reason. Um, and so Callie is there also, obviously. He's a football player. They got to make sure that his um, bones are fine. Because <laughs> sometimes, you know, they do be breaking bones out there. Doobie. Um, so, yeah. Um, poor Tom. Just he's. Derek does all his stuff he's like oh good news like your brain's fine but your spleen is burst so we're gonna have to um do take your spleen out you'll be out for the season but then you'll still be able to play next season and tom has a panic attack which i did not i did not see that coming i didn't see that it was was a panic attack i thought oh my gosh 
like this is this is worse than they thought. There's something else going oh, on. Oh, you thought it was like his heart or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so uh, Derek pretty immediately puts it together. Honestly, Derek's like on it with the empathy this episode. To be honest, um, he's pretty in tune with where what what Tom's head is at, and he's like. You're just being a dad. Like, it makes sense you feel this way. You're just being a dad. Um, like, I understand where you're coming from. And so he's like, why don't you just retire? And Tom has this whole thing where he's like, I, I can't retire. Like, I understand that I'm not, you know, fighting for the country and I'm not, like, saving lives every day, but there are this whole city depends on me and I can't let them down. And I will say again, I like, I love football. I love sports. Um, we do put a lot of pressure on people who are like, if this guy's been in the league two years, he's probably 25, maybe 26. Yeah, maybe. Um, that's really young. It's a lot of pressure. We do put a lot of pressure on, our athletes to be even at college level. And I'm, oh, I'm yeah. glad they've, I know there's like a lot of controversy around college athletes getting paid for their likeness, but I'm like, they, we like the universities make so much money off of them. Like we're so entertained by them and like, they just get nothing. And except yeah. like we are all mad at them all the time. Like if it doesn't go our way. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, but the thing is, no, go ahead. I just remember a couple of years. So for several, 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 several years, the Tennessee or Tennessee volunteer football team has been subpar at best. Um, and I just remember I read this article about a guy who was at a gas station and there was, um, he saw a guy with this there with a truck and his truck said volunteers dad. And so he asked the guy driving the truck like, Oh, do you have a, a kid that like plays for the Vols? And the guy's like, oh, yeah, I have my son's on the football team. Like, he's in the truck. Do you want to say hi? And the, and the guy was like, oh, I'd love to. So he goes up and he's like, oh, do you play on the team? And the kid, the kid who's like 19 is like, yeah, I'm really sorry. Because so many people like constantly harassed him that that was his like gut instinct was like, if someone is talking to me as a, the, a football player on this team, I have to apologize to them. That's shit. And I mean, yeah, the guy, I mean, this, this post like went viral on Facebook because he was like, these are kids. Like, cause he was going to him to say like, oh, I love watching you guys play. Like always been such a fan of the Vols. Like, thanks for like doing that. And so he was just like, so sad that the kid was like, I'm sorry as his first reaction. And he was like, these are kids. Like you have to remember that they're just going to college and like also playing a game that we like to watch. Before you like harass them, just remember that. So I don't know. I just like that always really sticks to me. And so anytime I'm like even watching the NFL, like looking at people and their ages and stuff, because like athlete, any athlete is there's like such a time timeline, right? Yeah. On on a, on how long they're going to be able to do that. Yeah. And like Olympic athletes, it's they're always like, especially gymnasts, right? By the time they're like 19, you're like, wow, you're so old. Yeah. Better retire. Phone it in. No, like Travis Kelsey is my age. And I'm like, that's, that's pretty old for the NFL, honestly. Well, his, his brother is 36 and retiring. Mm -hmm. Well, allegedly unclear. Mm. 
Well, anyways, let's. So the <laughs> moral like, of the story is started on the Kelsey brothers. Okay. The moral of the story is well, it's okay. The Bears are going to sign both of them in the off season. They're okay. both going to be in Chicago. The way that will never happen. <laughs> hey, Mama Kelsey is a Bears fan through and through. She's not. So <laughs> they're anyways. from Cleveland. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, I hate them. I hate, I hate all Kelsey's <laughs> podcast starting with you. Um, so, okay. Anyway, I be nice to children. It'd be, nice to, be nice to children. Be nice to athletes, you know, um, unless it's Tom Brady in the bet MGM commercials, which is yeah, so funny. Fuck Tom Brady though. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's sad. Um, a lot of pressure. The, the thing so you see it's I my my concern is that in this episode they go to the let's try to find a way to get this guy out of the game as opposed to maybe let's get him into a therapist. Let's talk to let's have him talk to someone. For, let's get let's get into some therapy. Right. Because I feel like getting over that mental fear and that hurdle is kind of like, you know, it's it's the yips of, of fear. I'm not saying that he has to get back on the field, but going to a knee replacement and taking him out of that career that seems like a bit of a dramatic turn. Why? I, there's always going to be fear. In, in a sport. Right. But if you're like, if you aren't, can't play anymore, maybe now he can like coach high school football. He can still play football. He can still change lives. I'm not saying that it was a, it was a bad choice. I'm like, I just am confused as to why we didn't also think maybe let's get this guy a quick psych consult. Let's just have him talk to, let's have him talk to someone could well, use some talk therapy can, before replacing well, his first kneecap. Of all, everyone can use therapy. Correct. Uh, agreed. Everyone should be in therapy. I don't think it's fair to be like, Ooh, this guy needs therapy because he's afraid of like not of dying and missing his kid's life because he actively is putting himself in a position where he could do that on a regular basis. Those it's not the slippery slope specifically that I was talking about. I get where you're coming from and I get okay, why I just, have do I don't understand what you're saying because he's played football his whole life. The only reason he's scared of is because of the family situation, but like right. you could talk through a little bit of therapy and find coping mechanisms for your fear as opposed to just giving up. Or you could just have a different job. Yes, which ultimately I'm assuming is going to happen with a scenario. Right. But like, I, I just don't understand why you don't think that having a different job is good. If he doesn't want, to I didn't, have that I job didn't say anymore. that. This just seems like the extreme response. I felt like there were steps that should have been in between that. That's all I'm saying. I just don't know. I just truly don't understand why. You don't have to understand. I'm telling you my perspective. The whole point right. of this podcast I just is to, to share understand perspectives. Your perspective. I'm not. I don't want you to change my mind. I just. There's can't no even going understand. back. I can't wrap my mind around where you're coming from. Going straight from I got hit, and I'm scared, and I'm having my knee replaced is final. Having some talk therapy and then coming to that decision, anyways, seems like you're taking precautions to not make a final you there's no re reversing a knee replacement 
Yeah, but he doesn't. Why do you think he is going to regret it? Because he's an athlete. He's a competitor. There are I know that he can compete, compete in different ways, but he's not going to be on the field anymore. Well, he doesn't want to be on the field anymore. Are you not watching the same episode? It's I am. Clear. He's scared to be on the field. Yes, for a good reason. He doesn't want yes. to put. We're saying the same things. No, I was just saying something different. No, I'm just saying that it seems like they went to the far extreme as option number one. I'm I saying I feel like there's steps. Therapy is gonna like if you're just saying get him in therapy to like make him do something he doesn't want to do. No, get him yes. into therapy to make sure that his decision he's at peace with. So the resentment How do you doesn't know he's not already at peace because we never went to therapy to establish that you, you have to go to therapy for every decision you make to be at peace. If I made the decision to have surgery where I couldn't drive to work anymore and I needed to retire from work, that would be the dream, <laughs> but I would have to have. An elective surgery for someone to tell me that I no longer can drive. Okay. It changes the course of my life. I you, feel like anyone would need someone to talk through on that, especially because he doesn't ask. He doesn't go there for the knee replacement. That's all I'm okay. saying. No one forces him to have the knee replacement. He chooses to do it. Yes, but there's okay. But not. But not being able to drive is very. I feel like you're gaslighting me right now. To, you're I'm gaslighting gas- me. Okay, you don't know what that word means. <laughs> we really got to. We really got to hone in on that. <laughs> Let's uh, talk about the show. We're going too far off topic. No, I'm because not being able to drive is not the same as not being able to play football. Because not being able to drive affects you on a way more regular basis than just having a different job. But it's the same thing. It's not no, it's, the same thing. It's okay. All I'm saying. Is that it feels like they went to the extreme. You said you're you're scared, so let me wants. take the choice out of your so you're not gonna have to choose to go on the field anymore. I'm taking that out of your I'm I'm making this decision for you. You're welcome. And he he accepts it. I'm just saying I feel like if they're gonna have a long conversation to make sure that Meredith is okay with donating part of her liver to the dad that she doesn't even care about, then Maybe they should have a conversation with a guy who spent his entire life working towards being in the NFL and he is a role model for millions of people. It just seems so like you're just like negating that entire conversation we just had. No, you just I'm, need him to continue to be in the no. NFL so other people he can, just needs to have someone to talk to to make sure he that he's how do you at know peace he hasn't with the decision? To somebody because we never see it. That's what I'm saying. We don't ever see him shit either. Do you think he doesn't shit? Exactly. See, thank you for agreeing with I me. Hate this man so much. Also, they didn't really talk that long about the Meredith thing. So, which Meredith thing? The Meredith doing giving Thatcher the liver. That wasn't the point really of, a long conversation either. The point of what I'm saying is that it felt like there was an in-between piece that was skipped. If we are led as audiences to believe that that is just something that happened behind closed doors, that's fine. I'm just telling you as someone who's watching for the first time, that's how I felt. So okay, stop gaslighting me. I No one's gaslighting you. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I don't think you're reading the situation correctly. I'm interpreting it how I want to for the first, first viewing. And that is why I am me. saying I don't think you're reading it correctly. <laughs> 
I think I'm interpreting it the way that I'm that God that God intended. I'm gonna Someone put chapstick on. We're All no right, one, if we're you're no listening to this and you like think that you can explain to me what Carmen is saying better than what Carmen is explaining, I'm to explaining me, it. Try. You just think you just think that you're because so right that you just, aren't even taking the time to understand where I'm coming well, from. Well, I because I just don't think you're like being empathetic towards this man in, in any way. I want him to not get hit every day. I don't like football because of the hitting. <laughs> I'm just saying that with any kind of big fight, there's a finality and irreversibleness to this decision that I just want to make sure as the viewer or as someone that I'm thinking is in the scenario that they are at peace with the decision. Because if he isn't, he's going to spend his whole life regretting that he doesn't play anymore. And that could turn to resentment towards his kid and wife that because he had a kid, he lost the 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 way to deal with fear on the field and that led him to taking his knee out of his body these are all hypothetical people too <laughs> i i am aware that this show is not real thank you so much you're welcome <laughs> that's just my thought process no no i i see what you've explained I want to be clear. Don't play football. That's fine. Don't play football. Not playing football. Take his ability to make his decisions out of away from him. No, no. I want him to have it. I just want to make sure that he's talking to someone who's a professional to be involved. You can't. No, no, no. no. I want him make a decision on his own. I I just want him to talk to someone to make sure that he's at peace with his own decision and it doesn't bubble up into nasty feelings. With the aftermath. First of all, you can get off your high horse because of all the people to talk about talking to therapists so they don't have fucking resentment. See, this is you. gaslighting. I'm te- is, you don't agree uh, with my opinion, and now is. you're turning tell this me on. What gaslighting is <laughs> what you're doing me right now? No, no, I hate you. I hate you so much. I actually saw a video that was like the perfect. <laughs> The perfect explanation for gaslighting. This girl is sitting with her boyfriend or husband, her partner, whatever. And she goes, she's recording him. And she goes, I've decided I'm going to start gaslighting you. And he turns around and goes, why would you start gaslighting me? And she goes, I never said I was going to gaslight you. You're insane. That's actually what gaslighting is. (laughs) Just disagreeing with someone is not gaslighting them. I never said that you were gaslighting me. (laughs) Is that gaslighting? Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I still don't think you know what it means, though. This podcast is... Uh, Clara, I am sorry. Uh, wherever you are, well, obviously this is a lot of it. This is about the show. It's, it's just about a very the show. Lengthy debate yeah. about a right. very insubstantial character. So leading into this surgery, there's this whole ordeal where Alex is like, where Reed is like, "Hey, like, get me in on the surgery," and Alex is like, "Okay, like, why?" And Reed says, "Well, because afterwards we'll go get drinks and like other stuff." Wink. And <laughs> Alex is like, "Oh, other stuff. So you mean fuck?" And then Charles is like, "Oh, he means fuck." And he's going to collect on his debt like a tax collector. And she's like, ha, 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 shut up, Charlie, and punches him. And then 
we actually get to the surgery mm-hmm. before that, just before that, where Alex is like, all right, let's just go. I got I got us this on call room. Let's go fuck. And she's like, well, what about the drinks? And he's like, let's skip it. And then he gets the good guy, Alex, where he's like, I'm not going to trade this shit for sex. Just if you want a bone, tell me. And then we'll bone. Charlie comes up. I he's like, like oh, this is that's, rough. That's good guy, Alex. That's good guy, Alex. If you want a bone, just tell me. And then Charles comes up and is like, this is wrong. I object. I morally object. And Reed is like, don't be a bitch. And they all walk away. You forgot about the part where Meredith keeps yelling about how Alex is still married. To he's Andy. married. Yeah, he's married. Uh, so, and then in the middle of the surgery, Reed is like, so I get to stand here and do nothing. And Alex is like, you get what you pay for. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> so, I like it when Carmen sums it up better than me. I just, I make it up as I go. And I, <laughs> this is fun. I, I, what's it called? Um, improv. No, Bandit. yes. This, this whole thing is improv. Uh, it's when you wrap it all up in a, in a little bow you summarize i'm summarizing i'm recapping and summarizing in quick spurts what did because you we're say? click spurts click spurts no quick spurts <laughs> that makes more sense yeah also <laughs> click spurts <laughs> okay <laughs> also can confirm jessica made cookies not brownies oh divorce I know. No, she. No, she's great. I, I, I told her that I was craving chocolate chip cookies, and I thought we don't have shit for chocolate chip cookies. She's definitely making brownies. I don't know what she did, but we have chocolate chip cookies. And she sent me a An picture angel. of that. <sighs> well, that was fun. All right, what else? <laughs> do to, what else is there in this episode? I did I did I summarize it okay? Did I? I think so. Yeah, you just missed Meredith screaming at Alex about how he's married and how he can stop talking to Reed. Yeah, I'm okay with them. I I'm all for they them. They feel well matched. Honestly, the energies are similar. It's not like Alex and Izzy being just the most opposite human beings you could find. Yeah, well, they they don't have as much chemistry as George and Izzy did, but I still I still feel it. I still feel Alex and Reed. I hate him. So Charles clearly does actually like Reed, though. Yeah, I'm glad you figured that out. Yeah. So also he's very nosy, which same. Yeah. But like you do it in a cool way, like a Yeah, I am nosy so that I can t- gossip about people, not so that I can confront them about the shit that they're doing that I right. know about. Yeah. We don't want so the confrontation. Better. We <laughs> we better we person, like clearly. Yeah. We approve of the Kermit tea drinking meme. We do not approve mm. of whatever this thing. was. Yeah. But you know what they say, the Sloans are a passionate people. Okay, so let's rate the episode. Last thing I want to say. Okay. Says uh, Derek said to, about the guy. Well, when, when Callie says it's tough, I just took uh, the be- one of the best quarterbacks out of the game, and Derek goes, he was out of the game a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. If only he had someone to talk to, like a therapist. Better make sure he doesn't regret being out of the game a long time ago. Just saying. Therapy. Now being able to actually live his life the way he wants. <sighs> Gaslighting. Um. I'm going to make you talk to a therapist every time you apply for a new job now to make sure you don't regret it. I appreciate that. Thank you. You see how you that works? You need to talk to a therapist four years ago. <laughs> 
man. The hitting doesn't matter to me anymore. Dad. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We need to go to bed. Cookies! I got cookies upstairs. And then Derek tell Meredith finds out, and Derek Derek finds out about the drinking. Rating the episode. This episode, don't hate me. It's like a three point nine. Wow. This episode ended, and I literally slammed my iPad, and I was like, "This is a fucking good ass episode." This is like a four point seven. I think honestly, the last the last like three minutes, five. Actually, so actually, you know what? You know what? I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree. The last five minutes, I'm going to give a five. Yeah. I would like, I would like to, to separate the rest of this episode with the last five minutes. Also, I'm going to include Addison in the last five minutes. Mm -hmm. Addison in the last five minutes is a five. Everything else in the episode is a 3.9. The breakdown of this episode, like the timeline, the, the trajectory of the storytelling is really interesting because I feel like there are things where the story like comes to a climax way earlier in the episode than when we're used to. Cause I remember pausing it at some point to take a note and I was like, there's still 24 minutes left in this episode. And like, yeah. so much had already happened. Like so much, like in a way seemed like it's how they normally leave things resolved. Probably cause it was like a two part episode. So they were just putting more into it or a crossover rather. But, um, so yeah, I don't, that was wild. It, yeah, it, the, the scene where Lexi, Mark and Sloan are in the room and he's like, all right, we're going to LA. That, that was feels pretty like early on. That feels like where the episode could have ended. Absolutely. If they had other things, ha- like if that was, if that was at 45 minutes on Netflix, mm-hmm. I could see if that was the ending. Yeah. But I agree. Yeah. It was like, whoa, there's still a lot left of this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so yeah, those are separate separate for me. Um, yeah. What do I need to predict? Um, something with Weber and Derek and Meredith. I'm not sure that Derek confronts Weber on it because of how it would negatively impact Meredith because she's been covering for him. Okay. So I think Derek's going to spend his time trying to get Weber to admit it on his own. Okay. You think Weber will admit it on his own? Yeah, I do. Okay. When Um, you, you just don't, you don't go 20 years and lose the ability to ask for help. I don't think I've well, not been. An I mean, alcoholic. it's hard to say. I feel like with recovery, um, when, when you're probably at a point where so many people like would again, like kind of like the shock that Derek feels. Cause he was like, well, that would never happen. Like he never, like that would have never crossed his mind. So maybe there is a point where you're like, well, you don't want to ask for help because you're like starting over again. You're like, I can't believe I went through all of this recovery and now I'm like back here at day one. I see that. Yeah. But I also see, you know, potentially like, yeah, Oh, I I've done this before. I can do it again. I can get help again. So I don't know. I think there's probably both 
things can be true. Just different people are going to have different experiences. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's my prediction there. Um, I think that we need more scenes where Callie and Arizona are in the shower together. I think that's fine with (laughs) me. Uh, I'm sad. I'm sad about Lexi and Mark. Yeah, definitely. You didn't see that coming. No. And I'm also I'm sad about Lexi and Alex, not because of the sex. I'm happy. I'm always pro consensual sex, Mm -hmm. even in the trickiness of Alex being quote unquote married and Lexi had just broken up with Mark. It's tricky. So do you think that it's um, going to be like a one-time thing or like lots of sex for them? I think, th- well, they're going to be living in the same house now. I think it's going to be a lot of, it's a lot of uh, depression sex. And then, so Mark's going to go to LA with Sloan. Oh yeah. Predict something for Sloan's baby. I think that it's going to be a bit dramatic, but ultimately Addison saves the day. Okay. Um, do I, do I want to predict that they kill off Sloan? Does she die in the surgery? No, because that would ruin Mark and Addison's friendship. Yeah, the baby's going to be fine. Baby's fine. And Sloan's going to be fine. Okay. Um, what can we talk about? Derek is not going to be mad at Meredith for keeping the secret. Okay. Yeah. Um... Bailey is going to bone. Bailey's going to fuck within the next two episodes. She needs to get laid. She needs it. Who is she going to bone? Who cares? I don't know. Alex? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Someone. I don't know. Um, Callie, Arizona, Christina, Owen, Teddy. Yeah, that that whole thing is. Yeah. So Teddy and Owen, they're going to they're going to do it. When? When are they doing it? Mm, episode 13. Okay. And then Han's going to come back. Anything f- for Charlie or Jackson? Oh, yeah. We didn't even see Jackson once in this episode. I was pretty bummed. Man. Uh, no, nothing, nothing right, that, right now on them. But it is it is interesting now. I'm on I'm on Charles' watch because clearly he does actually have feelings for Reed. Yeah, they're they're real feelings. Okay, so I think we've predicted everything, ish yeah. enough. Okay, thank you guys so much for listening. Sorry, I had a really intense, really long conversation about I don't even really know what we were talking about therapy. I we guess. Were, you were agreeing with me for 20 minutes. I was never done that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, give, give more credit to our friendship. We agree <laughs> on a lot of stuff. We you really, asshole. <laughs> we don't talk about the things we agree about. We just know we agree about them. <laughs> <laughs> it's less entertaining for us to talk about things we agree about. <laughs> Fair. Or we'll fair. just be like, ugh, Derek sucks. And you're like, ugh, I know, right? And then we move on and argue about something else. Oh, that was, that's funny. That's we do fair. like each other. We were actually laughing a lot in, in between episodes. Yeah. Carmen, Carmen was being funny, guys. It happens occasionally. 
Um, oh, thank you. That's the <laughs> nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Put the chapstick on. Put oh, the chapstick on and don't hide behind your pop filter. <laughs> okay, now I'm going to do it like a normal person. I just don't like, I don't feel like I, I can't. This is Carmen doing. This, this, the reason that I have to do it like this is because it gets my, my mustache. If I have to go underneath to get the mustache. I appreciate that reasoning, but I feel like if you shaved your face, you would still do it this way. Well, out of habit now. <laughs> okay. You look so, you like, you're, like you're, like you're wiping like off. I'm doing cocaine. Right? No, it looks like you're, you're wiping off lipstick off of your teeth. Okay. All right. Everyone just calm down. Okay. Well, there's that one's on video, guys. So that's going on the internet. Yeah. Um, okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please keep telling people about us. Please keep sharing, leaving ratings, reviews. Um, follow us on Instagram, Gray's Academy Pod. You can also email Gray's Academy Pod at gmail.com. You can follow our individual accounts, um, chaotically Kelsey, Carmen.gabriel.official. You can look at our cups that Carmen's holding up right now. Carmen got me a cup and Carmen got Carmen a cup. So they're nice cups. Hopefully one day we'll sell them or something akin to them. Yes. Um, we really do want to do merch. So if you're an artist and you want to work with us, email us and we'll, I don't know what we'll do. We're not asking for free art. Just email us and we'll like talk to you. Our people will um, talk to your people. Yeah. Our people being me. Um, okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. And remember, if you see Carmen walking down the street, no spoilies. We do do selfies. We do do autographs. Do do. And uh, we appreciate you all. Thank you for watching. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for listening. Thank you for going to our Patreon and subscribing and uh, getting all that extra hot, stanky content. We appreciate you. We will see you all in the next one. <laughs>